right. That's all right. I like that. <laughs> Listen, if you want to run, run, man. If you want to give a word from the Lord, give a word from the Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> chapter, chapter 1, verse 8. Amen. The power of the Holy Spirit. There's something that's, listen, there's something we're going to do. Uh, and there's two baptisms. We're, not, we're just going to talk about one this morning. But there's, I want to have a, a, a tricky set. We can use a swimming pool. We, if you've ever been baptized in water, we're going to make an opportunity for that. Okay? That's just, this, this not, baptism in water cannot save you. But it's a powerful symbol of the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The water is the grave. Come on, somebody. And as you come out of that water, you raise a new life. Amen? Amen? And every Christian should be baptized. Amen? It don't change your standing with God. It doesn't change your standing in heaven. But it's testifying to the world. You've died to this world and you've come up a brand new person in Christ. So I want to set that up in the future, okay? Maybe in the next couple of weeks, you can let me use swimming pool, Pam. Uh, we talked about that. And it's important. If you have never been baptized in water, since you've come to Christ, we want to baptize you. Me, little Lord, or me, Boog, or somebody would dunk you on until you see <laughs> I repent or something. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's, a wonderful, it's a wonderful testimony to the to the faith that you claim in Christ, okay? So I want to remind you of that. In the next, you let me know after church if, if you haven't been water baptized. I want to, we want to pray with you. We want to baptize you, okay? But the one I want to talk about this morning is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You know, the thing about uh, the, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you were born again, okay? The Spirit of God dealt with you. The Holy Ghost dealt with you. And you received Christ as your personal Savior. But now you need the power. <laughs> Come on. Listen, Jesus, let me read this to you in verse 8, and we're going to talk about that. Remember I said a while ago that this is a Holy Ghost church, and without the Holy Ghost, there's no church. Come on, somebody. My wife prophesied this morning, she said, I to prophesy this morning, gave a word from the Lord. That's what we need in the body. And what they said was scriptural. If somebody comes in here and says, the Lord gave me a word, and, and he goes off in some merry, merry land. Now, you ain't hearing from God. It's got to be lined up with the word of God. It's got to be what God already spoken through his word. So the Holy Ghost is never going to contradict what's in your hand. Come on, somebody, that Bible. He's not going to say anything different than what Jesus said. Because Jesus said he get, he get, the Holy Ghost is, will testify of him. Come on, somebody. But there's an experience that happens after you've been born again. It's called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. A lot of people use, you know, the evidence of speaking in tongues. Yes, it's, a, it's an evidence that you've got the Holy Ghost. But that's not the only evidence. If you read in 1 Corinthians, it says, this is the, the, the things of the Spirit. You know, you prophesy, you, you desire the gifts of the Spirit. You, you speak in tongues, the gift of healing, the gift of miracles. All that's a part of what the Holy Ghost does. See, the Holy Ghost has to move in this church or it's not God's church, okay? People say, well, what, is that, what, what does that mean to have the Holy Ghost? What is, God's going to empower you with things that only the Spirit of God can give you, that you can overcome things. Uh, today, this morning, we heard a word from the Lord, two words from the Lord. 
Because the Spirit led. Come on, somebody. The Spirit spoke and gave a word that I'm near you. I'm with you. Come on, somebody. No matter what you face and no matter what you go through, I'm there with you. I feel the presence of the Lord saying that this morning. Praise God. No matter what trials or tests you go to, I'm with you. No matter what the world throws at you, I'm there with you. Keep your eyes on me. Verse 8 says, Jesus is telling his disciples, he had just ascended up, you know, and, he, and, and you know, he's giving them a word before he goes into heaven. And this is the thing that, that, that we need to catch. Without the Holy Ghost, nothing can be done. There will be no power of God. There will be no revival. There will be no healings. There will be no salvation. There will be none of that. There's a lot of people in church right now, thousands of them are listening to some preachers going to lie to them today and tell them something that they ain't even from God. But yet they can accept, they can accept it because their flesh wants to hear it. One thing I've learned about the Holy Ghost, he is called a refiner. When he comes in, things go out. <laughs> Come on, somebody. <laughs> the way you used to start, talk goes out. The way you used to feel goes out. Anything that anything that's contrary to God's word goes out. Come on, somebody. I'm preaching better than y'all hearing. Hallelujah. <laughs> but I like that little thing. I, I can I keep some of the devil? No, you can't keep none of the devil. <laughs> I used to I used to look at it this way. You know, you know, when you get born again, it's like, you know, you ever seen a person, a house that burned but didn't burn? I mean a smut. And, and, and gunk on the walls and all over the furniture. What do you do to have to, what do you have to do before you live back in it? That's the Holy Ghost's job. <laughs> That's the Holy Spirit's job to clean you up, to empower you to live for God. He said this, verse 8, you shall receive power. My God, what a word. <laughs> I remember Brother Mike used to use that word didymus or dumus. I can't say Doom, dunamis. That's what the word was. That means dynamite. <laughs> Dunamis power. Oh, explosions are taking place, man, in this place. Hallelujah. God is moving. Hi. <laughs> Rebecca, you want to run some more? <laughs> Knowing me, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to. Come on. Dunamis. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I ain't going to stop, and I'm going to fast through that wind in the back. <laughs> we need some power in the church, man. We need some dunamis. <laughs> we, need, we need to. Listen, there is nothing better than letting Holy Ghost come over you and the power of God move over you. Praise God. Listen, I like going to church when the Holy Ghost is present because I'm leaving with something. You hear what I'm saying? I'm not just going to a dry, cold service that just a bunch of words are said and somebody will say something, now we'll sing a song. That's not what it's about. Unless the Holy Spirit is present, there's no God in the place. Okay? Unless He can manifest this power through me and you. He's not going to move through that chair. He's going to move through you. <laughs> Come on. He's not going to move through the curtains and the walls. He's going to move through you. <laughs> I'll stop right there and preach all day on that power. <laughs> it don't matter to me. 
But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be a what? A witness, ah, a testimony, ah, a, 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 a proclamation or, or an ambassador for the name of Jesus, praise God. Listen, when I first got born again, hey, listen, I didn't want to, that's all I wanted to talk about, praise God. Who wants to talk about the New Orleans Saints and who wants to talk about the president and who wants to talk about the governor and who wants to talk, let's, let's talk about Jesus, praise God. I know those things got to be dealt with sometime, but you know what? In the power of God, in the power of the Holy Ghost, the testimony of Jesus has to come out. Come on, I, I, listen, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've, I'm still working on my life. Because, <laughs> man, when I hear them politicians with their hypocrisy in their life, I get mad. Hallelujah. And the Lord said, you're going to church, boy. Janice and Lenny, you're going to church. Stop it. <laughs> Think about Jesus. <laughs> God is moving, praise God. We, we can't. Ignore the season of revival. We can't ignore the season of the Spirit. He's trying to do something here, praise God, and He's going to do it. Have your way. He needs some testimonies. He needs somebody to testify. Get out of this building and then go tell somebody about Jesus. You want to be a witness? You want to be used of the Lord? Tell somebody about Jesus. Amen. Tell him what he's done in your life. Come on. Tell him how he's changed you and delivered you and set you free from the bondages of sin and darkness. Praise. Tell him about that. Praise God. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. Right? But I don't want all that. I just want to go to church. <laughs> well, good. You're coming to church, but you, you got to be the church. <laughs> You got to be part of the power. You got to be connected into the, 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 the power. The, nobody can see that electricity coming in out of that plug in. Go touch it. I bet you, you see it. <laughs> nobody can see the wind, but you can feel it. Come on, somebody. Well, what does this Holy Ghost look like? No, you can't see him, but you can see it. <laughs> you can sense him. You can, you can see his presence, his power. Many churches stop preaching the baptism of the Holy Ghost, but we're not going to, we're going to do it. Some people, they receive it. I mean, they explode like a light bulb. Some just, it just comes in and just a sob of spirit. It's just a worship that comes upon them. But something changes, okay? Something changes. There's a presence with you that you're never going to feel in your life, praise God, because God's Holy Ghost is coming to live in and empower your life. How do I know when I get it? You'll know. <laughs> oh, you go. Let me tell you something. Oh, I had a goosebump. It ain't a goosebump. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't a tingle down your back. Your hair sticking up, praise God. It's, it's something, a power that no man can manufacture. It doesn't come from men's preaching. It comes from the power of God, the Holy Ghost. You're going to know. Oh, believe me. You're going to know. He says, and you see power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and the ends of the earth. You know, the church got, had to get started with the Holy Ghost. The church birthed in the Holy Ghost. The church didn't do nothing till Jesus said, wait till you be endured with power from on high. Listen, I had to have, listen, there's times my life feels dry. And boy, like this morning, I was worshiping. I said, God, I'm going to worship you. I could feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. 
What you saw this morning wasn't something manufactured. It wasn't somebody sat down, let's, let's, let's do it this way. Oh, you see, and we'll do it like that. No, the Holy Ghost, that was, listen, I wasn't even supposed to preach this this morning. I wasn't supposed to because, you know, I was going to preach a message called to judge or not to judge. <laughs> but all that stuff going on kind of changed God's plan or my plans. <laughs> you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I'm, I'm, I'm in a place right now as a pastor, as, as a Christian. Let's just forget about the pastor business. As a Christian, that I need to feel his presence. I don't want to feel something manufactured out of my own thoughts. I want to know the power of God. And I want to, I want to, I want to speak in tongues. I want to worship. I want to get close to Jesus. Amen. Listen, there ain't a coven demon in hell can stop that if you want it. <laughs> come on. Come on. You remember when I preached that message last week? There ain't no coven in Goshen. <laughs> God's power is there. God's grace is there. God's protection is there. But when the Holy Ghost is present, he gives you power to walk for Jesus. Right. And to walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. To know that when you speak, God speaks, okay? That the Spirit of God through you is moving. My God, hallelujah. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Now, Jesus, is this, the, 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 really the book of Acts, I guess, should be the Acts of the Holy Ghost. They say it was the Acts of the Apostles. Uh, no, I, I honestly believe it should have been the Acts of the Holy Ghost. Because the birth of the Holy Ghost in the church is where it started in the book of Acts. The Holy Ghost was always present, but it didn't move over everybody. All right? It was only, the Holy Ghost was only applied to prophets and priests. And if you read the Bible, but the Holy Ghost was introduced to the church, that if you call upon him and ask for it, it can, he'll give it to you. So when the Holy Ghost came out, you see the book of Acts starting off, and all of a sudden the power of God is moving. Praise God. Nothing on the earth ever, ever recorded what you're going to read in this book of Acts. Because things happen here. Powerful things. All the devil could throw at the church, the church still prevailed. They were killing Christians by the thousands, man. They were murdering them by the... But God's word prevailed. Because it wasn't the acts of a man. It was in the acts of the apostles. It was the acts of the Holy Ghost. We call it the book of Acts. But it's really the book of the acts of the, the Holy Ghost. Because the birth of the Holy Ghost coming into the church, people born again, receiving Christ as their Savior, being, being baptized in the Holy Ghost. Well, how can I get that? Where's the power of the Holy Ghost? What is the Holy Ghost going to do? It don't mean you're going to shake and, and, and jig and, and spit all over the place. It's just, an, it's just a presence of God filling your life. And that power to be able to walk for the Lord. I don't know where I'd be with me for the Holy Ghost. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I couldn't even. I, listen, there are things that I preach in this church right now. I never thought about preaching when I was just, you know, coming up as a Christian. Little messages, things that I never would have even birthed out of my heart. God's birthing right now. Messages that he's giving me right now. Because the message is for today, right? The thing that's missing in the body of Christ is the Holy Ghost. I don't want it to miss here. This church can't go another step without the power of God. Come on, somebody. This church won't make it without the Holy Ghost. 
This, somebody say, this is a Holy Ghost church. And that's what it's built on. The people that came before us preached the Holy Ghost. The people that built this ministry preached the Holy Ghost. Great things have taken place. Me and Sister Gath was talking about Brother, uh, the one that was healed of. Uh, Dudley Smith. Yeah, Dudley Smith. Came over here and sang one day years and years ago. I don't know how long ago. It was a while. <laughs> 10, 20 years, 30 years. I don't know how long. But anyway, he got healed right here. <laughs> and Dudley Smith is the one that sings with Jimmy Swaggart. What's that song they, they sing uh, uh, that they play every once in a while? He's God in New York. He's God in Baton Rouge. He's God all over. I don't know He's God all over this place. I know God is God. He will never fail. I know God is God. He always will be God. Oh, man. <laughs> that, makes me, that makes me want to shake right here. Hallelujah. He'll always be God. He's God in Coda Homes. He's God in Laurelville. He's God in Henderson. He's God in Bro Bridge. He's God in St. Martinville. He's God all over the place. He never stopped being God. Hallelujah. When the Holy God feel the presence of God. Hey, I would. You bet don't start. <laughs> He's God all over this place. He's not a dead God. He's not still nailed on the cross. He's alive. He rose from the dead. He sits on the right hand of God the Father. Praise God. If that don't make you shout, praise God. Listen, Buddha, you can go find his grave. He's still in the grave. Mary's still in her grave. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Uh, Buddha, whatever that, uh, Muhammad God, uh, Allah, uh, Muhammad's still in the grave. But Jesus is not in his grave. He's still alive. He rose from the dead. He's sitting on the right hand of God the Father. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel it, man. Yvette, don't start on my body. <laughs> Woo, Jesus. He's alive and well. He wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Come on. I've had people, they get prayed on. That happens. They go home, but the Holy Ghost falls on them. You don't necessarily have to happen here. Miss <laughs> Madeline right there. She wanted the Holy Ghost. Well, she got prayed on. I said, you go to your house and you keep praying. And the Holy Ghost is talking in tongues. Nobody taught you how to talk in tongues, Sister Madeline. <laughs> Spirit of God came on Sister Madeline. She's speaking in tongues. I don't know what I was saying. But I could have I called you and said, you say it like this. <laughs> I, I could have, but she didn't need me. <laughs> you know. And I know a lot, of, a lot of dear brothers did med well. I, it was, I would watch you, they would say, well, you, if you want to talk in the Holy Ghost, say this. <laughs> but you ain't the Holy Ghost. <laughs> the Holy Ghost give you his own language. Ooh. The power of the God, the power of the Holy. Now, you know, the Holy Ghost moved all through the book of Acts. And he moved to establish the church. How many know that this church, like I said earlier, is... A Holy Ghost church. I'm going to keep saying it. This church. This church was started for the name of Jesus. Did God put this church here to establish a ministry? First of all, of salvation. Right, Sister Kathy? You always hear about Alan's death. When we, we first we came after, but it was built upon the premises that the Holy Spirit would move and speak. And that's where it's going back now. You know what I'm saying? I want, I want to see it. Now, I want to see it. I don't know about you, but I, I believe that was right. 
I believe the Holy Ghost back then and did the same. He could do the same work today, right? He could move the same way today. I want to be part of it, praise God. Even if I got to be on my, my face, hallelujah, before the Lord. I want to be part of what God's going to do in Coda Homes, hallelujah. We need the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Go, baptize in every man in the name of the Father. and the water baptism, but he says, and they shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. They shall receive. Let me ask you a question. When's the last time you were filled with the Holy Ghost? I don't know. It was going pretty good this month. <laughs> if you feel you need the baptism, you don't have to. Listen, come talk to me after church, praise God. A lot of people, they, they don't understand it. I need to explain to you more what it's about. But you need it as a Christian. All right? We can anoint you with all, lay hands on you, and ask God to fill you. And don't get discouraged if it doesn't come upon you right there. Because like Sister Madeline and a lot of people, Sometimes they go home. I had one guy I prayed for one time. He, 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 he said, man, I'm with the Holy Ghost. Then he went to his house in his bathroom, and he, he just started flapping at the mouth, man. <laughs> Nobody was there to tell him how to do it. It's a gift of the Lord. The gift of the Holy Ghost. With the evidence of speaking in tongues. I believe in that. I believe it's one of the evidences. But there's some other ones. The gift of healing, the gift of miracle. A lot of things the Holy Ghost does. It's just not speaking in tongues. Listen, I never push people. I said, you want the Holy Ghost? It's there for you. Now, you, have, you desire it, you got to seek God for it, okay? If you're born again today, it's the next gift you need. Because after, and you read the book of Acts, especially through, uh, I want to, like, like, like when Peter went and preached to Cornelius. Peter went to Cornelius' house, and I'm making the story short. And Peter preached. And you know what happened? Nobody touched Cornelius or anybody. The Holy Ghost fell on him. <laughs> and he baptized them in water. <laughs> Come on, somebody. <laughs> Praise God. Listen, it's not because a preacher lay hands on you. It's because God lays hands on you. Praise God. Paul asked some people that was... I heard John the Baptist preach. He said, have you, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? He said, we not even, re, even heard that there be a Holy Ghost. Well, I don't know. They must have not been listening because John the Baptist said, I'll baptize you with water, but one come will baptize you with Holy Ghost, with fire. So I knew John the Baptist was preaching it, but they hadn't yet received it. But Paul laid hand on them. They received the Holy Ghost. Oh, A lot of people have more. More problems receiving the Holy Ghost than to do salvation because they don't understand it. Listen, God will never make you do anything that will make you look. You, you worship. The Holy Ghost comes on you, and you do as the Holy Spirit inspires you. How many are glad that the Holy Ghost runs this place? <laughs> Come on. I feel the Holy How many glad that the Holy Ghost runs this place? <laughs> I'm just a man on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Popsicle, you call me. God is, the, God is the healer. God is the divine filler. God is the one that brings life to you. God is the one that gives you power. And you shall receive the Holy Ghost. Acts 2.38. And this is the water baptism part. But I'm not focusing on that because we're going to talk about that. I want to focus on what Peter was preaching. You remember I sang that song a while ago? Peter preached on that day, and the Holy Ghost came down. 
Conviction fell all around. <laughs> fell all around. Listen, there was some shaking, but it wasn't Elvis. Like I said, there was a whole lot of shaking going on, but it wasn't. <laughs> oh, man, that must have been a day, hallelujah, when that Holy Ghost came down on that day of Pentecost. When the, when the, listen, fire was coming out of there. It looked like fire coming. And, man, the whole place shook, amen. Oh, we need some shaking, praise God. Oh, this church needs some shaking. All churches that preach the gospel need some shaking, praise God. And they were in this upper room, and they were, listen, let me tell you something. That was a revival. <laughs> oh, man, I'm not I'd like to be in, 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 in that day. There was such a, a move of God. There was such a power of God. Listen, when they said the disciples spake with other tongues, and everybody heard them. And there was a lot of people in Jerusalem at the time, and they all had different languages. These disciples never learned Spanish. They never, come on, they never learned French. They never learned German. Then not even they learn English. <laughs> but all of a sudden, they heard everybody speak the word of God in their own language. You ever stop and try to listen and understand when people in the room are all talking at the same time? Ooh, listen to me. I thought about that over and over. How in the world? But they heard every man speak in their own language. There was thousands there. They thought they were drunk. I like to have a little bit of what they were drinking, but you can have it. But ain't nothing man-made. They were all speaking in other tongues. It's a language somewhere in the world. I had this incident. I, was, I went preach at a church in Iraq. Do you remember that, Mom? And listen, I was praying at the altar, and, and, and I, was just, I was just praying. I was just praying in tongues. A man came, a man came to me and said, you, you speak beautiful Hebrew. I said, I have a problem talking English, much less Hebrew. <laughs> no, he heard me. And he said, you speak good Hebrew. I said, my God. <laughs> and you know what? Because the Spirit of God was praying, not me. The, the, the Spirit making intercession. Amen? And, and that's the first time that ever happened to me. Praise God. But the Holy Ghost came down, and the power of God, he filled his disciples. There was 120 people in that, in that room. And they all got filled with the Holy Ghost. And the fire came down. Come on, somebody. Listen to me. I feel like preaching. The fire of God came down, praise God. Come on, it wasn't a good-looking preacher with a three-piece suit. It was some rough, rugged fishermen. Come on. Some, some men that walked on. <laughs> they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't go to the I mean, cemetery. I mean, what you call it, seminary. <laughs> cemetery. <laughs> they had the power of God, Yvette. Hallelujah. Mom, they had the power of God. They were moved by the power of God. This, this thing, this is, is this real? Yes, it's real. And you can have it if you want it. And you know what? It's going to change your life. Not only that you were born again, now you have the Holy Ghost empower you to live for God. Amen? I was, I have a customer that buys a lot of dirt with me. He's, a, he's an apostolic and they believe in this verse. Acts 2.38. He even named this tree, Acts 2.38. Next time I see him, I'm going to say, you know what? Without John 3.16, there would be no Acts 2.38. Yeah. Yeah. 
Come on. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If that ain't dead, there ain't no Acts 2.38. That's right. Because Acts 2.38 is built upon John 3.16. On the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So you need to rename your role, buddy. But that's his gospel. That's his gospel. And this is a wonderful verse. I'm not taking discredit from John, I mean, uh, Acts 2.38. Watch. Excuse me. Let me get my spot. <laughs> then Peter said unto them, Repent. Come on, somebody. Listen, I'm not trying to, you know your own heart, okay? Listen, the whole thing about when I was talking about not judge to judge, I don't know your heart. But I can tell what's in your heart by what's coming out your mouth. Peter made it very clear, you need to repent. There's sin in your life, start today. Don't walk out this building if you know you need to get right with God. Please don't. Because you might not have another chance. You might not have another chance to get right with God. They have some young people right now, listen, dying of that COVID junk or whatever it is. Young. And you know what? They were, and they're running with the devil. Satan is killing everybody. He's killing a lot of people. But for the believer, for those that are right with God, amen? Come on. You're going to make it to glory one day. You're not going to make it on the hand of a man or you're going to make it in God's hands. But it starts with repentance. It starts with getting right with God, okay? Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission. And that word for really should be saying because of the remission of sin. If you look at the Hebrew, that word for should refer because of the remission of sin, because you repented, because you got right with God, because you've been forgiven. You need to be baptized. Right? That's what he means. And, and, and that little guy throwing it in there. Well, you got to be. Listen, he told me, and, I, and I, he said, dear little brother, I like him. But me and him getting some cross. <laughs> he, I told him, I said, I believe the cross is enough to save me. And he told me, I don't believe the cross is enough. That boy's in trouble. Because he bases his whole gospel on this one verse. Repent for the remissions of sins. Repent because you, I mean, be baptized because you've been forgiven. Because you made things right. That's what it's saying. Because we, I watched Peter preaching. He's preaching all this stuff. The first word he uses is repentance. Repentance is the foundation of getting right with God. When you ask Christ to come into your life, forgive you of your sin, you're forgiven. You're not more saved than you'll ever be. Of course, you'll be growing from grace to grace. I mean, between God and you, between God and heaven, there's a devil, remember? And every day you're going to be growing closer to God, and your grace is going to grow stronger and stronger. You're saved, but you're being saved. You're saved, but you, 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 you're on your way. So along that road, it don't yet appear what we're going to be, but we know when he comes, we're going to be like him. I ain't like Jesus yet. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> No, watch, I ain't like him yet, but I'm on that road, right? I'm getting close. I started with repentance. Now I'm growing. Now I'm getting closer to the Lord. I feel the presence. Now I'm getting close and my grace is growing stronger and stronger and stronger every day. And I'm walking with God every day, every day, every day, every day. Finding peace with the Lord. But he says here, 
And Peter said, repent. And let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remissions of sin. And you shall, you shall, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now watch. What is the Holy Ghost? It's a promise. You can't, listen, I watch Christians fall a lot in my Christian walk. Because they didn't get the Holy Ghost. Or they got it, they lost it. The Bible says when the spirit is gone out of a man, talking about an evil spirit, he walks through dry places, seeking rest, and he finds none. He comes back to the same house he was, there, was, was before. And he's taking seven other spirits more worse than himself. What does that mean? Because when he came back, the house that was clean didn't put the Holy Ghost in it. See, he just got delivered and, and didn't go on with God, didn't get filled with the Holy Ghost, didn't serve God. And all of a sudden, that spirit, that evil spirit comes back. And he takes seven spirits more worse than himself. Now, he's worse than he was in the, the first, the beginning. Because when you, get, when you get born again, when the unclean spirits go out of you, the things that are not right go out of you, you got to fill it back up with something. Right? You got to fill it back up with something. You got to fill it up with something. And the only thing that's going to stop that evil spirit from coming back in that house is if the Holy Ghost is there. And that's important. Well, you sound like that Holy Ghost is important for me to make it with God. Yes, it's important for you to make it with God. Now, you don't have to pray with me this morning if you don't want. That's, that's between you and the Lord. But go back home. If you, if you don't want to go back, find a place, get on your knees with God. It's going to come, I'm telling you. I'll seek him till he comes. 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 We want to be a Holy Ghost filled church? Seek him till he comes. We want to be a church, uh, Holy Ghost Christians? Seek it till he comes. You want the power of God? Seek it till he comes. Yeah. I don't have a magic Holy Ghost wand to wave over you and say, well, you got it. No, that's between you and the Lord. That's something that God has given the individual believers that they can walk with the Lord. But he says here, verse 39, for the promise is to who? To who? To you, to your children, to all or far off. I don't know about you, but I'm a, I was far off. Sometimes I still think I'm not too close. <laughs> <laughs> far off and as many as the Lord God will call see to get the Holy Ghost you got to be called right yes. I'm at, and I know just about everybody in here but if we, you don't have to raise your hand seriously I, I don't want to do that because I saw it done for a lot and it, sometimes people don't come back to church because they felt they were being called out that's not what I'm doing you know are you filled with the Holy Ghost are you right with God? Okay? That's something you got to ask God yourself. I'm here to pray with you. We're here to pray with you. But till you make that effort and say, I want more of Jesus. I want the peace of God in my life. I want the Holy Ghost in my life. It'll never happen. See, as much as I can speak on tongues over you and throw gallons of oil on top of your head, it ain't going to help. <laughs> Listen, it's like, like water baptism. If you don't repent, you're just going to come up a wet sinner. That's about what it amounts to. Yeah. It's going to come when you have to make that decision between you and the Lord. Watch, I have a, one of my old uncles. He's, he, 
He's Baptist. But I, I, I believe he loves the Lord. I, re, I really believe that he's off. He told me, he said, you know what, Lenny, when I, when I got saved, I didn't desire alcohol no more. I didn't desire none of that. He just left me. He came the other a couple of months back here just to see at the church. And he witnessed the power of God moving. I think he scared him. Even though he loved the Lord, he never experienced the power and presence of the Lord. People were worshiping, man. Their hands were up in the air worshiping God. Someone was on the floor praying and worshiping. And you know what? He's, he never was filled with the Holy Ghost. Never received the Lord. I mean, he received the Lord, but he didn't receive the Holy Ghost, baptism. And he's been 50, 60 years, he's been born again. Don't wait that long. Because <laughs> I know what, if I wouldn't have been in the place where I was with God, we were watching a, a, a program I said, where a man, a, a man passed on a, a Christian. And he was, it, was a, it, was a, it, was a, it was a pastor. And he was so heartbroken, man. He cried. I can't believe that. He was broken because he had bumped that Christian and, and his wife. And, and all of a sudden, I told Janice, I said, the people of God, filled with the Holy Ghost, came and embraced him. Even the people that, the, the family that lost, uh, lost and, and they didn't hold it against him. I said, Janice, can that, what, can that happen in the world? That the people that lost the man, the family went to the, the preacher and embraced him. Said, we don't, we, we don't hold no unforgiveness towards you. And they loved him and they went to his church. Listen, I know what it is to pass on somebody and kill them. And brother, you don't ever want to go through. I was working with the highway department. And listen, I, I, I passed on a man with, with a machine. And listen, he, and the same man I preached to. Same man I shared the gospel with. And if I wouldn't have had this ministry, this church, people in this fellowship praying for me in the Holy Ghost, I wouldn't have made it. I'm, gonna be, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I tell Janice that all the time. I know what that preacher was going through. I know because you don't take a life without it affecting you. And if I wouldn't have had this church and the people in this church Calling me and praying for me. You wonder why I'm so stuck to this place? Listen, I, I, listen I, this, that's why I'm stuck to this place. Because I'm the kind of person, Lloyd, that it touched my life. It, it, it did something in my spirit. Now I walked in that door for the first time. The very first thing I said it before was the love of God. That's the first thing I felt. I could feel it. A young Christian. Me and Janet just coming with, Elena was a little six-month-old baby. She's almost 40 years old right now. But that's the first thing. And when, when you go through something, the people of God stand with you and pray for you. This, let me tell you, this church, you, you need the people in this church. I need them. We need each other. Because when the world ain't going to tell you what these people in the church told me when I needed them and prayed for me. They, 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 they're not going to take it twice about you. But people of God do because they were Holy Ghost people filled with the Holy Ghost. 
I can name a few. I'm not going to do that, but you know what I'm talking about. Good people. Love the Lord. Want, want, want to, you, try to encourage you to serve the Lord with your life. The Holy Spirit was present. Listen, I was, when I was going through that, I was at my house. I'm telling you something. Please don't ever want to go through something like that. Never. Never. And I said, Kathy, your daddy called me. My, my, my mother-in-law and all of them were sitting around and doing the best they can. And they heard when he called. And if it didn't do something to them, they had no spirit to do anything with. Because God, listen, I needed that. I needed the man of God. I needed the people of God. I needed, and because of the Holy Ghost, because of compassion and the love of the Holy Ghost, the power of the Holy Ghost, I wouldn't have made it. I'm not lying to you. I'm telling you the truth. I wouldn't have made it. That's why when somebody calls me at my house at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to answer the phone. Because they need what I got. What I got from somebody else. What I got from the Lord. Because I know what it is to need prayer. And I know what it is to me. We love you, Brother Lane. I know what it is. We're standing with you, Brother Lane. And God's going to bring you through it, Brother Lane. I needed that. Listen, people say, well, I don't want to go to church because they got hypocrites. Well, I'll tell you what, I'd rather go to church with them and go to hell with them. I ain't here to please hypocrites. I can guarantee you right now. I'm here because God wants me here. You're here because God wants you here. And that's what the power of the Holy Ghost does. It works through one another. When we pray in the Holy Ghost, people get healed. When we pray in the Holy Ghost together in one body, people get delivered. Without it, there would be no freedom. There would be no deliverance. It's not just talking in tongues. The Holy Ghost is there for it. When you're hurting, I'm hurting. We need somebody filled with the Holy Ghost to tell us, to pray with us. I'm going to tell you right now, you that is the most valuable thing for me right now is that when people say, Brother Lenny, we're praying for you. Listen, my wife prays for me. And other than anybody else, I don't care if it's a fire to preach. I need her to pray for me because she, she knows what I'm going through. And she hurts with me. Come on, somebody. You're hurting today. We're hurting with you. Because when you smash that little toe, I don't care how strong you are, how powerful you are, you're going down. Oh, yeah. The body's going to feel it. Oh, yeah. oh man, it feels like everything just oh, drained out of you. Oh, yeah. One body, part of the body hurts, the rest should feel it and, and, and should stand with each other. Man, you're a part of a body. I'm an eye, you're a foot. One's a toe, one's a leg, one's an ear. <laughs> now, listen, I'm not going to even make a call at this morning. I'm going to ask you, are you filled with the Holy Ghost? And if you want to be filled, come talk to me after church, okay? Or seek God, fill me with your Holy Ghost. Just, some of you already know how to pray for the Holy Ghost, okay? Now, uh, I want to encourage you. Let's stand up, praise God. Let's stand up. I want to make an invitation. I should do that. It's important. When's the last time you heard or felt the Holy Spirit in your life? 
I'm not talking about good feelings. I'm talking about goosebumps. I'm talking about the power of God. Where God comes in and empowers you. My God, I can preach you. I'm preaching this. Y'all need to amen me or something. God is good. He wants to give you the power. He never expected you to walk this walk by yourself. Right? He never expected you to wing it or hope you can make it. He saved you and he gave you the power of the Holy Ghost to live for you. Live for him, I'm sorry. I want you to bow your heads. Just bow your heads a minute. And you know your heart. Please, please. I, I don't want to. If you need the Holy Ghost, you know. And we're going to pray. Lord, I want you to pray. Just pray. You don't have to say it. Just, just grieve in the spirit. Father, I just pray right now, Father. Lord, I pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to fill your people right now. And God, that through the Holy Ghost, you would change them, empower them to live a godly life, a holy life. Father, their hearts are not right. They need to get right. God, deal with them. Bring them to repentance and, and fill them with the Holy Ghost. Right now, Father. 